real enough. Other rappers is delirious. Yeah, it's really that serious. Better holla if you really feeling me. I gotta keep it a hundred, ayy. If you don't like it, then fuck it, ayy. We gonna win in the end, yeah, we gonna live in abundance. I gotta keep it a hundred, ayy. If you don't like it, then fuck it, ayy. We gonna win in the end, yeah, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna. I gotta keep it a hundred. We gotta stop all the stunting. You know we coming from nothing. Yo, you talking about money, you bluffing. We gotta do something different. We gotta change how we live in. We gotta do better for women. We gotta do better for children. We gotta listen to victims, whether Jewish or Muslim or Christian. It doesn't matter your religion. You gotta stand against the system, or else you're just another villain. How you just sitting there chilling? Hello, everybody. Welcome to another uh, segment. My name is Jamar Jabari, and you know, I haven't did any segments like this in a while. Um, so thought it'll be great to do one. We're going to talk about something that's very, very important in the black community. And shouts out to my boy on the black podcast group that was like, yo, you should do a video about this. Because he's right, I should do a video about this. And hopefully, you know, this can segue into a conversation of actual reading and literature instead of assuming because assuming always makes us look ignorant and the only way you don't look ignorant is you have to read so the history of slavery there's two things i'm going to address here um there are certain people in white cultures that believe that we african descent our ancestors we're just enslaving ourselves, so we already had that ideology, that 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 idea of being in servitude for thousands of years. That is absolutely false, because the distinction is saying that we invented slavery and saying that we already had slavery in our culture, which is why it was fine for white colonizers to come and take us from the continent and bring us here, strip us of our name, strip us, strip us of our uh, language strip us of our culture, our traditions, uh, and force us to speak English. Um, the, the problem with that is is passing the blame and saying that no, European colonization did not reshape the fabric of of the world. In fact, European recolonization improved the fabric of the world because they were already doing it. Here's an article on wikipedia that displays it out very nice for you the history of slavery spans many cultures what did it just say the history of slavery spans many cultures nationalities and religions from ancient times to the present day likewise its victims have come from many different ethnicities religious groups the social economic the legal position of slaves have differed vastly in different systems of slavery in different times and places. So what's that saying is that slavery has been around in all different cultures, all different religions, all different nationalities. It wasn't invented by Africans. Africans do not practice slavery alone. Now, the definition of slaves before colonialization was 
if one country conquered a weaker country, they will take their women and children and put them in servitude. Like you see what happened in Greece. This was going on all the time in Greece, in Rome. Rome was so bad, they were like, they were like the United States. They were basically saying, we want to show the world the glory of Rome. How do we show the world the glory of Rome? We have to colonize. We have to conquer countries. We have to take their people and put them under our shoes and force them to work for free, slavery. So that already shows you that when you hear someone tell you, well, you guys did it. It was part of your culture anyway. They are just being ignorant. And you should show them this article. It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. They should teach this in school because we literally was raised to believe that we put ourselves in servitude. This is a thing. Maybe you didn't hear about it, but this is an actual thing. This was going on a lot. They use that type of lie to justify why black people are inferior, just like how they use the Bible to justify why black people are inferior. They said that we are the children of Ham. If anybody knows the Bible, Ham was somebody that was cursed by uh, was it Noah or Moses? It was one of the two. And it was because he shamed them when they were naked and drunk. So he was like, oh, your whole children are just going to get fucked over for generations and generations. So they used that scripture also to justify why we had Jim Crow, why we had slavery. You got to look into this history. You have to dissect this history and understand where this type of knowledge of ignorance, because <laughs> that's what it is. It's not knowledge of truth. It's knowledge of ignorance. Where does knowledge of ignorance come from? It's all passed down. No matter how much you try to hide from it, we still give out and portray what we are taught. If we're taught to glorify colonialism, we're going to glorify colonialism. If we're taught to, to support the founding fathers and their slave masters, we're going to support the founding fathers and their slave masters. Now, the most deep question after talking about that, the most deep question is... Was slavery a choice for black people? A lot of black people have told me that, no, it was not a choice. But there's also some black people that have told me, I feel like it was a choice. They chose to be in slavery. That is the most ignorant thing you could ever say. They chose to be in slavery. This is why we have to look at the history. Preset, let me... Um, <clears throat> I'm going to throw a name out there for you. Princess Zynga. Do anybody know who Princess Zynga was? Princess Zynga. Let me share my screen so you can see it. Princess Zynga was the queen um, of the kingdom of, no of Nogago and Mataba. I think it's Mata Tampa. I know that kingdom, and I'm mad I can't pronounce that name right now. But anyway, uh, located in present-day Angolo, um, born in the reigning family of Ningago, Zinga received uh, military and political training as a child. She demonstrated in diffusing political cries and an ambassador of the Portuguese Empire. 
Okay. She fought slaves. She fought slaves. She sent her armies and fought slaves. This is what she's famous for. It says it right here. You literally could just Google this. One of the great women rulers of Africa, Queen Anne Zinga, uh, fought against the slave trade and European influence in the 17th century. Known for being an absolute dip diplomat and visionary military leader, she resists Portuguese invasion and slave raids for 30 years. So she protected her people for 30 years from slavery, this queen. Not mentioned at all in the history books. Slavery was a choice. If you knew this history, would you think that black people chose to be enslaved? They fought. It wasn't just Princess Nzinga. I brought her name up for example. She was one of many leaders. Shaka Zulu, the Zulu nation. Why do you think 11 million Zulu nation people still live in South Africa? 11 million. Because they fought. They wasn't trying to be enslaved. It was the weaker tribes that were exploited by the white colonizers that were that were enslaved. The, the stronger tribes were afraid of this. So they had two choices. They had either to go along with it, which unfortunately some tribes did go along with it because they were fearful that their people were going to be enslaved. So they helped enslave the weaker tribes. Or they fought like Princess Zinga, who saved her culture for 30 more years from slavery. So slavery was a choice? No, it was not a choice. The white colonizers had better weapons. They had more strategic plans, more power. So they were able to strangle um, the resistance and take Africans, millions of Africans, over to the states, over to the, the Caribbean. Now, there, now there's also the, the notion that we didn't fight here in the states. So we only know slavery history in the states of what they tell us. Slavery history in the states is not all slavery history. It's not. I want to drop another name for you real quick. Now we're going to go into the Caribbean. When slavery was the biggest export, there were more, still today, blacks are the hugest population in Latin America besides Africa. There are more black people in Latin America today than in Africa. Why is that? Because they are all descendants of slaves. <clears throat> Haiti was the first black country that was established in Latin America. Haiti went into rebellion in 1791, and they won their independence in 1804 under the leadership of Lou Ventor. Lou Ventor, he was a black man who also owned slaves. What happened in this revolution is that they stopped the white colonizers and said, who gives you the right to own slaves? The mulattoes, who were half white and half black and indigenous mixed, they also wanted to own slaves. This was seen as a normality. So they fought to free Haiti. It wasn't even called Haiti yet. It was still called Saint-Domaine. You didn't see it yet. Uh, my bad. Here, here it is. So look. It was called Seg Domain. The person that named it Haiti and actually abolished all slavery, this happened after Louventor's rule. It, his name was Jean-Jacques Dessalines, a real motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Jean-Jacques Dessalines. 
the real Abraham Lincoln. Gene. Doc. SLEs. Uh, I'm asking his name. But look up Gene Jock Desilines. Look up Louventor, the first liberators. These were black men. There's a book called The Black Jacobins, very popular in the Caribbean, that you can read that tells you about how these men liberate their people. And when Haiti became the first liberated country, the first black liberated country in 1804, Imagine that. The Civil War in the States, they only teach you about the Civil War. The Civil War in the States started in the 1960s. They were free 60 years before the Civil War started. They freed themselves 60 years before. They were already free (laughs) before the United States decided to free the blacks. You get what I'm saying? And it wasn't just them. This type of revolution went into Jamaica, Antigua, the Barbados. The West Indies was just going around freeing themselves. Our founding fathers, you can look up the documents. They were in fear. They sent funds. They sent guns. They did everything they can to stop these rebellions. George Washington had a quote. (laughs) He was very fearful of the rebellions that was happening. He was like, bro, what's going on over there? (laughs) So, if our founding fathers was afraid of the rebellions that was happening in the West Indies, you know damn well they were successful. Because they wouldn't have been successful if they wasn't scared. They thought that the Haitian Revolution was going to snowball into the United States. Which it almost did. Because a lot of blacks heard about this. What makes the West Indies and the Caribbean different? From what happened in the States, there was more military power in the States. So people like Nat Turner, they fought. And everybody better know who Nat Turner is. That's why I already tell you that slavery was not a choice. They fought. They died to be free. Nat Turner died to be free. All people, There was thousands of Nat Turners. He just was the most famous one to be heard about, like Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman and Nat Turner just got clout. There was hundreds of Harriet Tubbins. There was hundreds of Nat Turners. But they didn't get any place in the history books because they wanted you to feel that the white United States liberated us. It wasn't just them. And I feel bad for the white working class because they were forced into this war And they didn't own slaves. They were too poor to own slaves. They had their own issues to worry about. It was the rich white class that wanted to continue this. And because of a money deal, they decided to continue this. Because they didn't like the South making all that money off of free labor. So the North had to start a civil war in slavery so the economic growth can be even Throughout the states. That's why slavery ended. In the United States. And then they tried to do reconstruction. You saw how that worked. They tried to put black politicians in. We had black banks. The jealousy was strong. They started killing people. The black Wall Street was just one. Not just one story. There was many black Wall Street. Did you know Central Park was a black town? 
and they turned it into a park. Central Park was a black town that also had a small population of Irish immigrants. So Irish immigrants and black people were sitting in, together in a town building economic growth. And the white Anglo-Saxons did not like that because that's who they are from, from, from uh, the UK. They basically have Anglo-Saxon descent. So the white Anglo-Saxon descent decided, oh, no, these Irish and black people should not be together making money. Yes. Kill them all. <laughs> That's just how it goes. That's just how I'm just trying to tell you the real right now. So, no, we did not choose to be enslaved. There are, if you look into the history, there are revolutions that has happened for over 400 years while all this shit was going on. Ships didn't even make it to the states. There were ships that were apprehended that either sank or was taken over by African tribal men. And the one of the big cases is the Amistad that's here in New Haven. That was a straight up rebellion. They killed the whole crew and they still docked in New Haven. <laughs> and they ended up being free. They went on trial and they still won the case and they ended up being free. So laugh at somebody that tells you that slavery was a choice because they just don't know. And it's not their fault. It's not their fault. You know what? Don't laugh at them. Laugh at them if they don't accept the truth after that. But show them. Show them the history. There is a history here that is not shown on how much our ancestors fought just so we could be free. They're trying to make it sound like our ancestors were weak. They were not weak. They were trying to be free. Just as hard as our ancestors, or not our ancestors, our grandparents were trying to be free during Jim Crow. They fought. That whole term, I am not my ancestors, I don't use that term because it's not true. My ancestors were just as strong and well-minded as I am today. And because of their sacrifice, I am sitting here able to do what I can to continue to free other minds. So let's stop disrespecting our ancestors. Let's stop believing in the notion that we create our own problems when somebody that's like in their 70s or 80s are like, well, if you look at the culture, you guys were enslaving each other thousands of years before white people came to that continent. Okay, that may be true, but y'all was enslaving each other too. All right, Greece. Greece ran exports on slavery. Okay, Rome. Rome was a slavery pit. The UK. Did you forget the UK conquered the entire world? What you think the UK was doing when they conquered the entire world? Millions of people in India died under Winston Churchill, and they still give Winston Churchill a statue and say he was a great man when he literally butchered Indian people. So that that's what all this video was about, addressing uh, the fact that people think that slavery was a choice and that people decided to be enslaved. Now... That's also disrespectful thinking about the women and children who tried to fight and they were too scared to be murdered. 
so they did what the master wanted. So you're telling me that they were weak when they knew they couldn't overcome the master? What would you have done in those days? You tell me that. Since you know, you tell me what would you have done in those days? The same shit that Nat Turner tried and was almost successful. But it's okay. We There were still successful revolutions. There were still successful revolutions. 